Yes, we've actually started. No! <laughs> <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Um, Todd here, joined once again by uh, Thrabolin of Thrabolin Gaming and Ray, who doesn't Hello. know if we're live or not. So. <laughs> <laughs> you all know Ray. You've been listening to Ray? Yeah, you've been listening I'm to sorry. Ray um, over the music. So. I'm sorry! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go seppuku. No, you don't do that. That is, <laughs> that's a very bad thing to make jokes about. That's yes. true. That is true. That is like super <laughs> fucked up and and whatnot. Yeah, it's okay, Ray. You just made a little error. A, a, a was it a was it a pod mm. error or was it a pod error? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in my defense, I'm thinking it was one word. <laughs> When we were doing Marvel Heroes and we were going, we were saying that we were the odd errors, we did that as one word. You did it as one word. I always did yeah. it as two. Oh, well, then fine. <laughs> there is no excuse. It was one word for me, and in my community, it was one word. Yep. So That's why everybody was confused. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's get the, let's get the, uh, the, the Bill Payne out of the way. If you guys, in, if you guys, yeah, the shilling. Um, if you guys do appreciate what we do, there's multiple ways to to get us. Um, of course, there's the if you're watching the Twitch or YouTube archives, uh, there's the scroll where you can get our Twitch channels, our Twitters, and of course the uh, Precipice Podcast Network YouTube uh, YouTube Facebook page. You guys could check us out there, which is really cool. Um, if you want to support the sh- if you want to support the uh, the network or the show, uh, of course, in the description, there is a link for shop.spreadshirt.com slash precipice podcast. Pick up some sweet, sweet T-shirts. And if you love mystery boxes, you can sign up for Loot Crate. Amazing service. It's like Comic-Con in a box. Every month you get a box or every two months, depending on, on which box you go with, you get a box. It's themed typically... And I'm, I'll be honest, typically you will not be disappointed. Every now and then there'll be like one or two items you're just like, meh, about. I've had those boxes, so I'm not going to bullshit you guys. Uh, but yeah, um, of course, on the audio front, you guys can catch us on Radio Public. Uh, amazing app. Um, you can get it on iTunes or through the Google Play Store. Um Episodes are up in like a minute, two minutes after we upload. So it is fucking amazing versus iTunes where it's like an hour and a half and Stitcher and, and um, tune in where it's like two hours and Google Play where it'll be sometime in the middle of tomorrow. So. But yeah, so if you guys want it hot and fresh, like Krispy Kreme donuts with that light going on, let you know they're not, they just came out. Radio Public, check that shit out. Download it free on the App Store or Play Store, <laughs> huh? If you're or Play Store, if you're well, I, I was just saying the App Store because that's yeah. like kind of like ambiguous oh, for yeah, yeah for either one. You had to go and make it you know denominationally specific. Yeah. Well, but that's no. All right, fine. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, just stop talking. <laughs> Talk over the intro, and now you're being shushed. Now, yeah, I mean, you know, just 
<laughs> messing everything up anyway, so. Um, but anyway, uh, let's, we got to give a very special thanks to uh, somebody for sharing us with their community. Um, very cool, very awesome person, Deja Vu Dark Mist. Now, if it wasn't for Deja, I wouldn't know Baldwin. Because I would, and I wouldn't be streaming. Fair. So blame him. <laughs> blame Deja for for Baldwin yep. streaming. Yep. Just like you can blame me for you keep st- for you continually streaming. Exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. Meh. It happens. But yeah, so uh, yeah, big shout out to Deja. Uh, you can check him out on mixer.com slash Deja Vu Dark Mist. I believe that's all one word. Yep. And this time it is. <laughs> this time it is. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is going to be a fucking knee slapper of an episode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You can't just set them up like that for me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like earlier when there was the phrasing moment that happened. Yeah. Which by the way, I love that. I caught that like right then and there. And it's just like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, yeah. Check out Deja. Deja has got a great community, uh, really entertaining streamer. Actually, always on. So that when he's always live, he's just up twenty the, the whole time. Yeah, you will not be disappointed. You'll not be bored. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I mean, it was it was a shame to see him leave Twitch, but uh, mm-hmm. but he's doing well on Mixer, and that is that is great for him. To be fair, he didn't leave Twitch. Twitch left him. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's that. <laughs> um, so let's kind of get into uh, episode seven now. Uh, what have you guys been, been playing besides GTA? Because I know you were doing that earlier because of the Kara Kara. Yeah, yeah the Kara Kara, which is fun. I've been uh, mostly playing GTA, honestly, with a little bit of creative verse, and that's about it. Nice. Right? Uh, I played... GTA today, which mm-hmm. was the first game that I've played in like over a month. What? Yeah. Yeah. I have been like way out of it as of late. Damn. Yeah. So and for the record, uh Target Assault is fun. Yeah, well, it, it looks yeah. fun. It is, it is definitely fun. Um so yeah, so other than um finally getting back into the world of video game today, um I've been playing Netflix. Still playing Netflix. Awesome. Still playing a lot of Netflix, yeah. Um, I've yeah. been playing fucking Overwatch. <laughs> it's a fun game. I don't know why you sound so disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm di- okay. Overwatch. Hi, Todd. <laughs> so I okay. So here's here's the thing. The reason why I'm ups I'm upset by saying I've been playing Overwatch. Is because I'm enjoying it. Well, it's better than playing a game you don't enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, for all you Skyforge players out there, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
No, I mean, like, okay, so let's 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 kind of be like honest about this. It's a game that I shouldn't like. I it's a game type that when you put it on paper for me, I'm like, I can't get into that. It's not my type of game. And for some reason, I'm enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. Like next week, they're releasing like a seasonal event called Uprising. Well, they're bringing back Uprising, um, but it's now renamed Archives, mm-hmm. which is like, all right, well, whatever. And I just learned more about it. And basically, it's a story chapter <laughs> for the game, like a. Oh, okay. It's a PvE thing. And I'm like, oh, fuck yes. But it's like, oh, you could play it as it's meant to be played with these four heroes, or you could play it with free heroes, so you can kind of fuck with the history. And I'm like, oh, that's hmm. that's pretty cool. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't, like, based on the fact that I don't, I don't like competitive games, at mm-hmm. all. Very much a cooperative here. Yeah, I'm I'm like super like a co-op player. Um mm-hmm. I love PvE. I shouldn't like Overwatch. And I find myself more and more playing. I've also been playing uh Mass Effect um Andromeda multiplayer. So there's that mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But that's PvE. So it's like yeah. that's pretty cool. So I mean there's those two. Uh other than that I really haven't played much. Um, thinking about maybe starting up Crackdown, because I've been watching uh, Kami play that, so it looks kind of, it's basically, Crackdown is basically your cops, but like, with Saints Row 4 abilities in a sense. Hmm. Like, you got like, you could, when you level your character up enough, like, they can jump over skyscrapers and shit, you know, like, it's, it's kind of interesting. But mm-hmm. you're a cop, so. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's that. It's it's an interesting concept. I had trouble getting into it when I first tried playing it, so it's been a couple years, so I think it's time that I give it another shot, so. Yep. But yeah, no, so otherwise I really haven't played much. Mm. Except fucking Overwatch. <laughs> it hurts me. It fucking hurts me to say it. Why you do this to me, Blizzard? Why you do this? Well, that's what Blizzard does. They pretty much they're the they're they are the Apple computers of gaming because Apple's obviously not the Apple computers of gaming because well, but fair enough. Uh, yeah, but Blizzard basically uh, they will take a game genre, they'll glitz it up. And then they'll claim they invented it, or at least our fans will. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and they will get an ungodly number of people to play it, and sometimes it'll even be enjoyable. So, so here's the thing: like with with Overwatch, you gotta you gotta remember, like I did the beta for Battleborn. Battleborn came out like right around the same time as Overwatch, but Battleborn had a story mode. So I'm curious about possibly picking up like Battleborn for like a couple bucks and and playing through story on that cuz I think that could be interesting. Mm. 
But at the same time, Battleborn did have a different aesthetic in the sense of like mid-match you're leveling your character. So it was more of a MOBA style versus Overwatch where it's like capture the flag, defend the point, you know, escort. Like those are your game modes basically. But I don't know. I mean, it's almost as... uh. It's almost as interesting as hearing uh, some a member of the group saying that they are interested in playing uh, Fortnite with people. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to try it if anybody's interested. Yeah, I mean that might be a thing. Four person Fortnite, me, you, Ray, and Storms. I mean that could be a thing. I, I'm not familiar with Fortnite. Uh, the battle royale mode's free to play. So yeah. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, but yeah. So it's. Uh, I mean, I, I have Overwatch, and you're gonna have Fortnite, where you're just it's. Because I remember you talking about like, I, no, I, I'm not Fortnite. It's basically just zombies and all the other stuff, and uh. now it's just competitive mode and blah 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 and and now it's just like i may want to play this <laughs> i'm just like you're going through the same shit i'm going through with overwatch fuck yeah true although i never definitively say i would never i do however still i mean i'm not this much into every game having battle royale cross out now has a battle royale mode coming uh, it's funny so. because people asked blizzard like are you going to add a battle royale mode to uh overwatch and they were just like why And I think that's like the coolest thing for them to say. Like, yeah. why why should we add it? Just because it's the hot thing? It would take us fucking seven years to develop it. I mean We we all know how Blizzard is. <laughs> to be fair though, nobody else puts much thought into their battle royale, just slapdash together done. <laughs> fair. But I mean like Blizzard constantly like yeah. they're they take like They'll develop a game world and they will run that game world into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like I was watching shit um, earlier and it was uh, somebody talking like somebody going over the history of Overwatch because I'm just like, you know what? I want to learn more about this and the game world and everything like that. And during their during their BlizzCon panel where they revealed it, um, you know, the, the guys, it was. 2014 and the guy's like you know uh people ask us what are we gonna do you know now the titan's been canceled and blah 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 that kind of stuff and you know when are we gonna see another game world and he's just like when are we gonna see a new game world from from blizzard and it's coming and it's not gonna take us 17 years to do it like <laughs> it's actually a lot sooner than that because i mean Overwatch ended up releasing like I think like maybe six to eight months after. But uh but yeah, I mean that was kind of amazing. Um but yeah, they they were willing to poke fun at themselves, saying like, listen, we know it takes a long fucking time to develop these games. It'd be like Rockstar saying that. It's just like, eh, well, you know, we'll we'll make it when we make it. <laughs> like fucking Rockstar, Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, but one thing I do have to say about Rockstar, though, is their games are built to last. Mm-hmm. I mean, not every game They are still... now. Yeah, now. But to be perfectly honest, even like San Andreas and Vice City hold up, we don't talk about GTA 4 here. <laughs> GTA, okay, so no, we're going to have to because the 10th anniversary is coming up, so... Uh... We're going to have to talk about it, cousin. We'll go bowling. We'll talk about it. Okay. GTA 4. Worst protagonist in Rockstar history. I'm done. <laughs> That's, I could not get into it because of Nico. Nico did not need guns, armor, and a vendetta. He needed a hug for his PTSD. He needed therapy. I... His mistake was coming to America where he wasn't going to get it. Fair. <laughs> I just, I, I personally, like, I... And this is, the, this is the interesting bit of GTA 4 for me. I didn't enjoy the story of GTA 4. Just because, basically, what you described. Yeah. But the DLCs were fucking good. Like, I enjoyed Lost in the Damned. My problem is I'm not enough of a completionist to want to play the DLCs for a game I don't enjoy playing. Fair. So, that didn't happen for me. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, Lost in the Damned was really good. Um, Especially, hey, I've heard the ending is great for their leader, uh, the, the leader of the Damned. Yep. The Lost. Doesn't that tie into GTA 5? Uh, yeah, actually the character you play in the uh, DLC is uh, found in uh, in GTA 5. Yep. Mm. Yep, dead. Yep. Good old Johnny. Good old Johnny. So anyway, guys... <laughs> We've gone like super dark on this episode. Yeah, already. yeah we have. Yeah. We actually have. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll be honest though. You went darker before. We before started. we had the crash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. gonna go there, but yeah, before we had the crash. Yeah, before we before uh, OBS decided that it wanted to say fuck you, no, no mm-hmm. recorded. Um, but yeah, no, I, I shit, I hear you on that. But now, personally, I, I just feel that. I mean, it's. We. The, for anybody that, that's listened to the podcast and knows the way we, we structure things, we don't typically come to the table with material. Right. Material just kind of happens. Yeah. So. Uh, did you see the uh, thing from the Russo brothers? No. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So they, uh... I'm assuming I should know who the Russo brothers are. I will actually just link it to you. Um, so the Russo brothers... Oh, that, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That. I just didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who they were, basically. Okay, yeah. Yeah. 
So the Russo brothers are the guys working on um, the Infinity War stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, which we are now like three weeks away from. Which is fucking scary. It is because we still have not seen Hawkeye in any of the trailers. I haven't watched the trailer, so I wouldn't know. Like Hawkeye isn't even on like the poster. Yeah. Well, to be Hawkeye fair, was nowhere to, to be, be seen. fair, they claimed there was going to be sixty-seven superheroes in this. Mm-hmm. Mm. So why would Hawkeye be in it? Pierces my heart like an arrow from a shitty archer. <laughs> Hashtag Thanos demands your silence. Yep. Sorry, I just finished reading that thing. Yeah. So basically, uh, what the Russo cool. what the Russo brothers put out was um, a little thing. Uh, to the greatest fans in the world, we're about to b- embark on the Avengers Infinity War press tour. We'll be visiting fans all over the world, screening only a limited amount of select fo- selected footage from the film in order to avoid spoiling the story for future viewers. We will not screen the film in its entirety until the Los Angeles premiere shortly before the film's global release. Which Mark Ruffalo will accidentally keep his his fucking Instagram live thing going on. <laughs> like he did the last time. Um, <laughs> everybody involved with the film has worked incredibly hard for the past two years maintaining the high, highest level of secrecy. Only a handful of people know the film's true plot. Which is a very interesting line there. Yeah. yeah. We're assuming at, one of those people is not uh Mark Spider-Man. Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo yeah, isn't Mark one of them. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. Tom Holland, Mark Ruffalo, they don't know. Huh? What? <laughs> oh, okay. So along that lines. Oh well, I'll let you finish reading the yeah. story. But yeah. Okay. Uh we're asking okay. that when you see Infinity War in the coming months, that you maintain the same level of secrecy so that all fans can have an equal experience when they watch it for the first time. Don't spoil it for others, the same way you wouldn't want it spoiled for you. Good luck and happy viewing the Russo brothers. Hashtag Thanos demands your silence. It's classy. I, I, I love that. Yeah. I mean, you know me, I'm just going to spoil it anyway, but it's nice of them. <laughs> Yeah, I am the biggest no-spoiler person for those who don't yeah. get that joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, considering, like, uh, even trailers, you're just like, don't even mention yeah. the goddamn trailer. Like, okay. <laughs> I like an unspoiled... Okay, let me put it this way. When I'm going out into, like, the yard after it snowed, I don't want to see no footprints already out there. <laughs> I want to be the I want to be the one out there doing that shit. Fair Damn it. I want unspoiled territory. That's all. Mm-hmm. So basically, if somebody does walk on your on on the grass mm-hmm. and leaves uh, leaves footprints in the snow, you they want won't th- find them until the fall. <laughs> <laughs> you want them to be having a shovel behind them to smooth them out, so nobody knows. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I wouldn't want food that someone's already been chewing on. That's all I'm saying. It's a fucking movie. It's not food. (laughs) (laughs) Art is food for thought. 
it's food for the soul. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then how many movies are leftovers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, you have you seen the number of sequels? I'm not even talking about sequels. I'm talking about like movies that are essentially the same movie as came out like six months prior, but just with different characters. Like, well, and I it's know. not even related yeah. to the same story. I'll be honest with you. I call those, I, I actually refer to those as unspoilable movies. You can't spoil that which comes pre spoiled. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, I mean, like, um, like New Mutants is one of those unspoiled, unspoilable, spoiled films, right? Dark Phoenix is starting to look that way. Yeah. They're talking about it being a grounded drama. It's based on a cosmic entity that can eat solar systems and destroy worlds. How is that a grounded drama? I don't know. Why is why is New Mutants going for like a um, for an R-rated horror? F- well, PG thirteen horror film. PG thirteen horror is such a hilarious phrase to begin with. It is. Just remake Troll already. <laughs> no. No not, one should. <laughs> no, no, not Troll 2. The first one. Troll 2 was an absolute fucking shit show. Troll 1 was intriguing. But, yeah. <laughs> New Mutants is going to be... I mean, I'm probably going to see it when it comes to uh, Netflix or whatever because, well... It's going to have, uh, you know, among others, Magic, Ileana Rasputin, who is my favorite mutant of all time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. They went and pulled. And, I mean, if they turned Dazzler, and I'd probably see it in the theater. Hmm. She well, had I mean, no reason to be there. But well, I mean, isn't Dazzler supposed to be in the uh, Dark Phoenix movie? Oh, you're shitting me. No. Marvel, why do you put good mutants in bad movies? I I don't know why Jean Grey is in the movie either. I'm just saying. (laughs) You mean Sansa Stark? Hmm? That's all I say when I look at her. I'm sorry, that is not Jean Grey. (laughs) Well, fair. I mean, basically, she's superior, smug, bitchy. Okay, maybe. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, maybe, like, I... I think this would be an interesting conversation considering Marvel's getting the rights back. I keep thinking this is them saying, hey, if you don't get... If you don't stop this up right now, you're going to have a horror movie, uh, New Mutants, and a drama, Dark Phoenix, to look at. You better make this right. I mean, you're... If you don't... You're not wrong. <laughs> there might be a reason why they keep pushing the date back. They're giving Disney enough time to buy it and make it the way they want to make it. Yeah, fair. Unlike Fox's whole, we'll just keep making shitty Fantastic Four movies till somebody notices. <laughs> we <laughs> noticed. We, f- we fucking noticed with the first one, and then they're just like, you know what? 
we'll make it we'll make things right and you're like really yeah we're gonna have galactus and the silver surfer you're like what that's great all right we'll give you we'll give you another shot yeah another shot to make it even shittier and you're like no second oh rise of the silver surfer was and then fan four stick you know the best thing that came out of that killmonger killmonger (laughs) (laughs) marvel cinematic universe giving human torches a second life I like how, like, I like how Ray's being like really quiet right now. Just, I mean, Ray's. I have nothing to add to this conversation. Yeah, the, the, that's exactly what. Uh, Wait, you, you know who was the? Um, no, I, I I know that I know okay. I know the uh, the actor. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just I know nothing about pretty much anything else. <laughs> Fair. Well then. Well, guys, this has been an interesting one. Half hour <laughs> in. But yeah, the um, I don't know. I it's. I I mean I hadn't even heard of uh, the New Mutants or the Dark Phoenix movies. So you're lucky. I I didn't realize yes. those were even things. Yeah. The um. No. No. Thing is from Fan Four <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, but the like New Mutants, New Men- Mutants has been pushed back now twice. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dark Phoenix has been pushed back once, and Deadpool was pushed ahead. So, which nobody here disagrees with. No. Yeah. No. Nope. Though apparently Marvel pulled the plug on the uh, animated Deadpool mo- uh, TV I show. Know. That was going to be so good. It had a few visual gags I didn't like, but the tone. And if that wasn't Ryan Reynolds who was in the voice, it was an amazing similarity. Fair. One thing, talking about voice actors and uh, comic book properties and such, um, I'm going to just say this knowing that Ray probably doesn't know what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember in the uh, 90s, HBO had the Spawn series? Oh, God, yeah. So it's on Amazon Prime. So I've, like, the three seasons of that. So I've been watching it. And the first episode comes up, and I'm like, I remember watching this, you know, growing up. Because it's one of those things like, oh, we have HBO. What are you going to watch? Like, oh, there's a cartoon on at night. And based on a gritty comic book character who who has poorly drawn feet. Um, I was kind of Ghost Rider. Huh? Kind I of. I was kind of Ghost Rider. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean... I mean, he's got chains. Yeah. <laughs> Powers come from hell. Yeah. But I didn't realize until just recently... That Keith David provided the voice for Spawn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm sitting there watching, and I think that's the reason why I've I made it through two seasons already on it because I'm just like, I mean, if you want Keith David goodness in animation, you don't have to look any farther than Gargoyles. 
fair. I know that one. I get that reference. (laughs) (laughs) I understood that reference. I loved that show. Yes, it was amazing, especially for being Disney. Yeah. Yeah. And giving Star Trek actors something to do beyond going to cons. Mm. (laughs) Fair. Because it had a lot of voice actors from Star Trek. Yeah. I think Lexington, or I think that's what his name was, was my favorite one. But yeah, I mean... The little nerdy nerdy one, because I have the time. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it it just seems like a weird... it, It seems like, looking back at it, like... It was a weird property for HBO to say, like, we'll do a series with this. And I was just like, like, looking back on it, yeah, it's like, it's 90s as fuck. Oh, like, yeah. It, it is so uh, fucking 90s. I mean, only Todd McFarlane could have designed that cape. Yeah. The cape because with a the mind of its is, fucking own because it doesn't know. It's, it's pretty much Doctor Strange's cloak. Mm. Or... In that it pretty much did whatever the fuck it wanted. But another thing is it pretty much had Mr. Fantastic like stretching powers. Too. Yeah. But he also I had mean, Ghost he, Rider's chains and the yeah, Punisher's I mean, guns. Could, yeah. I mean, he could be in a completely sealed room and the cape is flowing. You're like, where's the wind coming from? Yeah. And don't forget the little tinge of Batman with him like standing on top of like crosses and shit. Yeah. Which. Well, I'm sure that's what I'm saying here, folks, is when Tom McFarlane steals, he steals from the best. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean... (laughs) Fair. Fair. I mean, I remember remember reading the the Spawn comics growing up, too, so... I mean, the the animated series kind of got me interested in checking out the books... And the book that the books that I enjoyed from the Spawn series were uh, the Dark Age ones, which I thought were better handled than modern day Spawn. So, Fair. <clears throat> I can't remember how I can't remember much about them because that was like fucking fifteen, almost twenty years ago. <laughs> but But yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Nostalgia kids. That's yeah. <laughs> the worst fucking thing to have. I still get nostalgic over City of Heroes, and I'm never seeing that shit again. Yeah. You can go back and watch Spawn. I'm screwed. Yeah, fair enough. Though with City of Titans, I may create Spawn. Oh, God. Yeah, I've I've pretty much made up my mind. I'm going to be playing City of Titans because it's well, yes, it's amazing looking. I mean, the the customizability looks like it's going to outdo City of Heroes, which I didn't think was possible. Fair. And it generally looks like a true labor of love, which is yeah, is a good thing for a game. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, their Twitch page actually has listed Fall 2018. Mm-hmm. It's due out this year. It took nice. them four years, but they, you know, it, it, you can't rush a good thing. No, you can't. I mean, I, I, I will say that, like, I've, like, I'll say what I will about MMOs and my history with MMOs and 
how I've always said to myself, I'm not going to get invested into another one. City of Titans might change that, though. And if you're if you want some podcast exposure and beta testers, you don't look, have to look any further than here. Throw ball in. I will <laughs> gladly help beta test or alpha test your product. Hey, you got your loot crate. This is mine, damn it. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, arguably, like, did they do a Kickstarter yet or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think they did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, <clears throat> it's one of those things where I know when the game comes out, that is going to be your content. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm going to be playing a lot of that. If City of Heroes came back, I'd be streaming that right away. Yeah. But since it won't, City of Titans, yo. <laughs> Definitely. City of Titans is the new chick on the block, and you're just like, sup, girl? Yep. You remind me of this girl I used to know, but better. You got more customization on you. Got them looks. <laughs> Let me see them color shaders. <laughs> them some good color shaders. Check out the bump mapping on this. <laughs> <laughs> see, I will take it one step quicker. That's what I will do. Oh... What's your power set, girl? Come on, girl. Show me your powers. You mean I can go with gadgets and this and that? I could just basically say I want this, 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 and this from these 12 different power groups? Fuck yeah. Oh. I mean, I, I think that's what I want, though, in an MMO. Mm -hmm. Is Because, I mean, we, we played Marvel Heroes together. Mm -hmm. And we had a lot of fun doing that. Oh, yeah. God, yes. And, I mean, a bunch of us getting together and playing a super group in a, you know, first-personized? Mm. In a That'd what? Be fantastic. In what? First-personized, uh, you know, instead of, like, top-down. Or, you know, uh, three-quarter ISO, like Marvel Heroes was. Mm -hmm. Where you can actually play in first-person or third-person, as the case may be. I would prefer third person. Yeah, Same. oh, definitely. Same. But, I mean, just be able to... Okay, here's what got me hooked on City of Heroes. Newly level, uh, you know, 14 character. I'm on a rooftop. I run to the edge, and for the first time, I just fly. From that moment, I was hooked. Fair. Completely. From that moment. Because there is nothing like... I know you can fly with planes and everything, but flying... With your character being a human-looking avatar, no jetpacks, no you know, flight suit, no nothing, just you in the sky. It was amazing. It made me feel like a superhero. And that's the kind of immersiveness I want in a game. Yeah. So I want a superhero game to make me feel like a superhero. So, okay, let, let's just kind of lay this out, because this is actually a good question for all of us. What would be your travel power? depends i'm inclined to say flight but for some reason you know, like you know, games are always like well flight has to be slow or else it's op and i'm like Meh. i had a lot of fun with super jump though in city of heroes so mm -hmm. i would not mind seeing that making a return fair fair <laughs> teleport has never done well but <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, no, I'll I'll give you that. <laughs> Just, I mean, are we talking? Are we talking in real life? Or are we talking like in the game? We're, we're... Well, no, either way, either way, I <clears throat> probably pick. I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of flying. Oh, we're talking real life, flight for sure. But oh yeah, <laughs> I would I would probably go super speed. I I would probably go with that as my travel power. Super speed was not bad in City Heroes. It was utter crap in DC Universe Online. Well, fair enough. But I definitely think like super speed would be like. It just seems more flexible than flight. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Although you know, if you want to get up on the rooftop, you definitely want something with a little more verticality. Well, sure. I, mean, I mean, if you hit enough speed. Everyone thinks, oh, I'll just go up the fire escape. Yeah, good luck making those turns using super speed. Oh, I ain't talking about going up the fire yeah, escape. I I'm talking about you go fast enough, you start just vertically running up the building. That's DC Universe <laughs> Online, although fast enough is relative with that game. But <laughs> I haven't seen another game that lets you do straight uphill, you know, straight uh, up runs. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to believe the Titans wouldn't let you. Yeah. But I mean, so then, like, all right, so we we have our our travel powers out of the way, mm-hmm. right? So, what would be like your primary like power or your power base, more like? Well, I've always been fond, uh, honestly, of the melee types in a superhero game. Okay. So give me a straight up like martial arts or just punching kind of scrapper kind of character. Okay. For those who aren't familiar with the terminology in City of Heroes, you had scrappers and you had tanks. Scrappers were your DPS melee, tanks were your hold on to the aggro melee. They could take damage, they weren't as strong. I always liked the scrappers. Fair. See, and I mean, like me, I, like, I wouldn't be upset with doing like constructs. Like, I think that could be interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Green Lanternish. Uh, more like a Red Lanternish. Well, I'm just talking about using yeah, yeah. The, the light construct, the force constructs as. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no clue. I have no idea. Only thing I get first thing that pops into my head is just sniping. Right, you can play. You can just play snipe. gun characters. <laughs> One of my favorite characters in City of Heroes was, uh, you know, an ex-cop who basically got pissed off that the uh, police force had gone to hell because they were letting superheroes handle everything. Ah. So she was basically a vigilante type. Vigilante's war journal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like sniping or, or archery or something probably is what I would. Yep. That's not, fair. Like, not like necessarily a superpower. Just remember, though, like with archery, you can only hold 11 arrows in your quiver. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. After that, you're kind of done. Yeah, well, I'll just Hawkeye it. Yeah. Just. All right, guys. Yeah, I'll take down 11 do. of them. Yep. Can't you just reuse the arrows? No, that's fucking gross. Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
assuming I don't kill the guy, you know, just in, you know, injure him, well, then he's probably got blood poisoning of some kind. <laughs> like cross-contamination going on there. So, so what I'm, what I'm hearing right now is Ball would be like a flight DPS puncher. Yep, drop out of the sky and start duking it out. Yep. Ray would be uh I'd be a bird with a sniper. <laughs> That's what I that would be my ultimate goal would be wings and a sniper rifle. That's all I really want. That's <laughs> all I want in life is just wings and a sniper <laughs> rifle. I mean Yeah, but you gotta remember, like at there's yeah, certain... Okay, I'm beginning to think you should just go archer and be you know, hawkeye. With a yeah, like, well, like a I mean, literal that... hawkeye. Yeah. yeah exactly. That could, that could work too. It but works. then but again, then you only have eleven <laughs> arrows, so Whereas, whereas I'm a speedster version of Atrocitus. <laughs> <Just, laughs> like, 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 honestly, that just sounds kind of OP. Just oh. keep his rage up. He puts little rocks in his shoes. So as he's running super fast, <laughs> it just hurts like hell. Oh. Mm. You know, little things like that. I mean... I definitely think that uh, when the game comes out, when City of Titans does come out, and by all means, um, if if you guys are interested in uh, slipping slip, slip, slip in some codes, yeah, we are not going to say no. Yeah, <laughs> we will be your hype men. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will legitimately hype that shit. I mean, I am. Bowen would be more hype than any of us. Yeah, yeah. most likely. Yeah. Because uh, what would end up happening is it would end up being like, uh, most likely for me at least, be like Marvel Heroes, where I only play with you guys. Fair. But I will be your booster gold. Yeah. <laughs> I can be bought. <laughs> <laughs> come from the future and this game is glorious let me play it early like what how does that even fucking work just trust me it works you do realize that doing this is gonna fuck up your future i don't care just yeah booster gold fucking guy future without city titans isn't worth it so yeah i'm fine yeah i mean that's but that's like we all have like one thing one game we're like super passionate about Mm-hmm. Ballin's game is in the future, obviously. My game is in the well, me and Ray's games are in the past. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean I'm I'm getting pretty hyped about uh KH3. That's in the future still. Technically. Technically. <laughs> See, my- I mean, assuming they do keep going within it, it does come out. My, you, you you hush your mouth. It's it's <laughs> happening. It's gonna come out. I may be ninety eight years old when it happens, but it's coming out. My my problem. <laughs> and I am playing it. My problem with Kingdom Hearts is 
I, I do have like a major issue with Kingdom Hearts. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ray slowly sharpening a knife. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and 3, right? Yeah. For mm-hmm. a lot of people, that's all they know of the series. But to get the actual story, you have to play all the bullshit side games. Well, you mean like... <laughs> like, uh, you, you, like Births by Sleep and all the yeah. other stuff to kind of understand what's going on in the actual world as opposed to what's going on in just Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, kind of. I can I can see where you're where you're saying that. I will say, though, um, with the with bringing in one point five and two point five, it's a whole lot. The, the other games are now more. Prevalent. As well, they're like, OK, so they're a bit more accessible. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're not accessible to everybody, and that's that's the problem. Because Kingdom Hearts 3 will be releasing yeah. for the first time on a non-Sony... Well, actually, the main Kingdom Hearts game, which in this case is 3, is going to be released for mm-hmm. the first time on a non-Sony platform. And I, that is true. And I say that because... What was it? Birth by Sleep and uh, the other one, um, Chain of Memories. Those were released on the on the... Uh, was it the DS? Uh, no. Uh, B- uh, Birth by Sleep was actually released only on bef- before the 2.5, where it was released on PlayStation. Um, it was before that only on uh, PSP. PSP. Okay, so that yeah. was PSP. The the DS versions. Um, the those games were uh, Chain of Memories, uh, 352 over. Or 358 over two days. Um, and then there was also Recoded. And uh, Dream Drop Distance, which was for the uh, DS3D. So what I'm hearing is of the now eight games that are going to be in this series. <laughs> mm-hmm. Five of them have been on portable devices, and four of those five have been on Nintendo devices. Uh, yes. So, for people who... like, We're in a weird generational thing now. Mm -hmm. Because my little brother's just like, oh, I'm going to play some retro games on my 360, and I'm like, a fucking what? I hate you. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) Yeah. Just, yeah. No. Yeah, I'm going to play retro games on my 360. Like, (gasps) that hurts me so much. Bitch, 2600. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I would, like, if somebody said, like, oh, I'm going to play some retro games on, like, my PS2, I would give them a pass. But I won't give them a pass when they mention the last generation of consoles. Yeah, 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 that's kind of. So, I mean, for him, he's never played Kingdom Hearts game. 
Mm-hmm. And if he ends up being interested in Kingdom Hearts 3, now for him, he's lost like fucking seven games worth of story. Oh, yeah. You know, for me, I've played the first one, I've played the second one, and I will play the third one. Mm-hmm. But even then, I've lost five games of story. Yeah. Where I don't know what the fuck is going on with this War of the Keys and all the other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I do I do definitely agree that that's kind of a... Shitty thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't like that, personally. I still love Kingdom Hearts, and Kingdom Hearts has always and will always have a very special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I agree. There's there they need to release those games on other platforms. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. That goes with, um, that kind of goes without saying in my in my uh... yeah yeah. Now I will say I'm interested because. The characters don't look. The characters don't look even remotely the same. Mm-hmm. Like Sora and Riku, they look so ridiculously different. And and yes, they have had character design changes in every game, but they always have some continuity. You know, they look very similar. You can see well. The growth is that well, they're a little bit older, so of course they're hair length and clothing and height and everything is going to change. But I mean, like their entire facial structure and hair, the, everything has changed and it bothers me. Mm-hmm. Sora does not look like Sora. Um, so I don't know if they're, I don't know if maybe they're doing like an, a, a complete offshoot. It, it but it feels like it it got to follow the storyline, so I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how they how they handle this because it really is such a complete design change. Well, and I think it's the fact that they're setting it in real time. So, mm-hmm. and it's been what like over a decade since the last game, main Kingdom Hearts game. Oh, are they are they having that much of a gap in in? It would be the only thing that made sense. I mean that yeah, that would that would understand the design changes in that sense. Now that we're without video, you can see the, the mind blown look on Ray's face. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting here thinking because I was about when did when did Kingdom Hearts one come out. What year did Kingdom Hearts one come in come out? I want to say two thousand five. That doesn't. Hold on. No, that can't be right. That can't be right. Two thousand two. Two thousand two okay. is when it is when Kingdom Hearts one came out. Mm-hmm. Well, because no, I was so like, I think years ago. Yeah. So, and Sora was, I th- if I remember right, Sora was twelve in Kingdom Hearts. One, so that would make oh, crime me Moses. Sora is the same age as me. So well, by by that idea, that's twenty seven year old Sora. Okay, fine, I can see that big of a difference. <laughs> huge, a huge difference 
in 12-year-old Ray versus 27-year-old Ray. <laughs> I mean, I can live what, with two, it. Two, three he, inches? Yeah, roughly. <laughs> no, actually, I was I was really short when I was 12. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at the Kingdom Hearts games, and you got Kingdom Hearts, which was 2002. Mm-hmm. March 28th, 2002. So yeah. it just celebrated... <laughs> what 15 years 16 years yeah. uh 16 jesus 16 christ years. i'm old <laughs> um and we had chain of memories which was 2004 mm-hmm. kingdom hearts 2 was 2005 yes then you had kingdom hearts coded which was 2008 but then it got re-released as recoded because it Mm -hmm. was actually an episodic thing um then you had uh kingdom hearts 358 over two days Mm -hmm. which is a fucking weird title yeah it, it it's 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 weird and it takes a long time to make sense yeah um but it is primarily set between Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2, focusing on Roxas's time with Organization 13 as yeah. motives for leaving. Okay, so, and I'm, I'm looking, I'm still looking at this, and it's like, then you get Birth by Sleep, which was mm-hmm. 2010. Dream Dot? Which Dr- is the prequel, comes before even the uh, first Kingdom Hearts. Yes. And then you had Dream Drop Distance, which is 2012. Mm-hmm. Which is supposed to bridge the gap between uh, two and three, at least bridge some of the gap. If we're if we're jumping up to real time and they're twenty seven, twenty eight years old, but then you also have Kingdom Hearts. They're gonna be hipsters, aren't they? But then you also have Kingdom <laughs> Hearts X. Oh right, I haven't played that one yet. Uh, well, X was released, was only playable in Japan, but then it, they released the Unchained X, which was the international mm-hmm. port for Android and iOS. And actually, it's not Kingdom Hearts X, it's Kingdom Hearts Key. Because that X is actually the symbol for key in some kind of language or something. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> which I... I um, because I think they have a little bit of the Kingdom Hearts Key... Um, in like a, a video format or whatever in 2.8. Yeah, it uh, it features cartoon-like 2D models and is a prequel to the entire series, taking place. Oh, that's that's the phone one. That's the one on that's, on yeah, that's the what phone, I was, which the, I have played. <laughs> takes have place before that. the Keyblade War. Yeah. Yes. Okay, uh, talking and, about older games and phones just brings up the Nokia N-Gage. I'm sorry. I had to drop that in. Uh, Yeah, so Unchained Key, as as I'm being corrected on, even though Mm -hmm. the thing looks like a fucking X. No, it absolutely does. Um, It was released in the United States uh, April 7, 2016. But then the following year, last year, uh, this time of year, it was released uh, re-released as Kingdom Hearts Union Key. Mm-hmm. Which is confusing as shit. 
And then you had uh, one uh, Kingdom Hearts game was developed exclusive for the Vcast. Uh, Verizon Wireless Broadband Service was released October 1st, 2004 in Japan and February 4th, 2005 in the United States. It was one of the launch games for the Vcast service. Huh. Did not know that. The game's storyline featured Sora struggling to free himself from a nightmare induced by Maleficent's magic. So I have Verizon. I'm going to have to get a VCast set up. Uh, then you had Kingdom Hearts Mobile, which was a Kingdom Hearts 3 social game in which players can play mini-games together. Unlike uh, Kingdom Hearts on the VCast and Kingdom Hearts Coded, uh, this game doesn't have any storyline of focus. Okay, so it's just focuses on social things said in there. Yeah, world. yeah, it's kind of lame. Yeah, but then you had, uh, what is it, The Collections, which was HD 1.5 Remix, mm-hmm. uh, 2.5 Remix, Collector's mm-hmm. Pack, which had both of them. Yep, that's the one I have. And a code for to get an anniversary set for Kingdom Hearts Key. Music and a booklet. Uh, I didn't know about that. Uh, with a release, <laughs> with a release only in Japan. Oh, okay. Hence why I didn't know about it. Uh, then you what have two point so... eight final chapter <laughs> prologue. Mm-hmm. In the credits of two point five remix clips of Kingdom Hearts three D Dream Drop Distance were shown, as well as the inclusion of a secret ending related to the game. Hinting at a possible additional collection. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The collection features an HD remaster of Dream Drop Distance as well as Kingdom Heart Key back cover. A cinematic telling yes. of the backstory behind the events of the key- Kingdom Hearts Key. That is what I had thought you were talking about earlier. I had the back cover, I have uh, yeah. watched that video. And Kingdom it Hearts actually, 0.2 like, Birth by Sleep, the fragmentary passage, mm-hmm. a new game taking place after the events of the original Birth by Sleep, told from the perspective of Aqua, mm-hmm. uh, was released, uh, well, January 24th, well, January 12th, 2017 in Japan, 24th, 2017 in the United States and Europe. Yes, I also have that. I have not played that yet because I have not finished Birth by Sleep. No, nope, good, good. And then the next one is, uh, then they did a package with uh, HD 1.5, 2.5 remix on the PS4. And oh, that's the one I got then. Rather than the collection. I don't know. I'm I'm muttering to myself because I had said that I got the the one five two point five collection, but no, I got the one that's for the PS4. Yeah, because I do not have a PS3. Mm-hmm. And then of course so. there's the Kingdom Hearts four. The game will conclude the Dark Seeker saga. Kingdom Ruined Hearts four. Kingdom Hearts three. Okay. <laughs> but it will like... not be the final <laughs> game in the series. Yay. They're beating this dead horse, and I do not care. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you should be yaying, because let's face it, that means that you are going to have to wait for the next one to come out, and who knows how yep. long. Yep. Yep. 
No, I'm aware. I'm telling you, I'm 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 gonna be playing these games like forever. The, the, <laughs> just it, yeah. What what forever I th- and always. what I think is funny is Kingdom Hearts Three After sees many returning gameplay features from the series, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While introducing new attraction flow attacks that incorporate various Disney Parks attractions. Yes, I okay, so I've seen that in some of the trailers and So what I'm hearing is Captain America could be in this. He doesn't I have an attraction. He is an attraction there. Mm. Yeah. They they have Cap wandering around the park and everything. Fair. Oh nice. But no, it's like they they have like the uh, teacup ride, and um, they have some Peter Pan shit. Is it the, oh, is it the Peter Pan one? I was yeah. say I know there's a. I want to see the level where you get stuck on the. It's a small world ride. You can <laughs> I know. I'm I am concerned about that. <laughs> I hate that ride. Um, <laughs> Everybody hates that ride. Yeah. So. The problem I have, though, is that this third game is being released on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Yes. No, I agree. Like, I'm all for it being on multiple platforms. I just have to want the other one. context for yeah. those. Like, I would love to replay the Kingdom Hearts games. I would love mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And I would even do that shitty one that you didn't like, oh where you're gosh, just like, because that- fucking card battling bullshit. Yeah, it, it is. It is the only game that I have to slog through. Even enough to turn right off of Kingdom Hearts. I, I mean, wow, <laughs> no, it doesn't turn me off of Kingdom Hearts. I, it's just that that particular game of the series is a slog. Yeah, I just I have to force myself to continue playing it. I I. I I honestly, personally, wish that they had gone the same route um, that they did with um, Coded and um, uh, 358 over two days, um, where in the PlayStation 4 version, they are, uh, it's a a video to watch. (laughs) You you sit there and you get the storyline of it. So, um, I mean, I, I will say this much with Chain of Memories, which is the game you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yes. It is a direct sequel to Kingdom Hearts. Yes, it, it is. It is set a year before Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm-hmm. And it explains why the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2 is the way that it is. Yeah. Which... So I, underst- I understand why it's there. And I, I will say I do like the PlayStation version better. Then I liked the DS version, but at the same time, I also kind of don't, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Because I, I don't like the fact that it's, it's still set up the same way as the DS version in that I, I, I kind of wish they had gone back and just like voiced it. Because I hate I hate games where I have to sit there and click through what people are saying. So are we a gaming podcast now? I just gotta know. <laughs> I mean that's the way that's the way it tends to go. I mean two weeks in a row now it's been all gaming. Uh I, I think more than that because the week before the 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 one that we had um 
the last episode, episode five, yeah, was also just talking about. I think I think that one was um, episode five corrupted, and all we had was us talking. Like it ended with us talking about tabletop. Yeah, fair. Right. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We talked about. What did we talk about last week? Games. No, but which game? Uh, we well, we were talking about how you hate customizing characters. Which we did that. Love Saints. So you talked. You talked a lot about um, Saints Row. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Saints Row. Saints the, Row. Great week- GTA Six. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I will. I will say. So as far as the gaming stuff goes, and this is this is what uh, you guys told me. I think last week when I mentioned that we were still talking about uh, Todd's, because a lot of last week's was um, what Todd had been playing. Yeah, was what it turned into a lot of. Uh, that's that's like a, a big thing that the three of us have in common. Yeah, Probably. it's it's the main thing that the three of us have in common is video games. I mean, we met over Twitch, so... Yeah. Yeah. So... I just think it's funny. We uh, Much like uh, me with streaming, we started... Oh, yeah, we're a variety podcast. Games. <laughs> I would well, be with Marvel Heroes. Yeah. With I mean, I could talk about creative... I could talk about creative I stuff, know. but then you guys would be, you know... That could stop me from talking about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, so let's let's be serious. I didn't bring it up. Let, let's be serious here for a second. If yeah. Ray started talking about creative stuff, Ballin would probably be silent, and I would be like, what is this fucking witchcraft? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As I just said, more or less like a Kingdom Hearts situation. Yeah. Yeah, well... And yeah. not a complaint, just an observation is all. But I mean, I... And I mean, the thing is, like, Kingdom Hearts is going to be one of those things that people, you know, people will be talking about. I mean, much like mm-hmm. City of Titans, mm-hmm. something people should be talking about. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> I love that. I love that little, indeed. You've turned my words against me, sir. <laughs> well played. But no, yeah. I'm serious. Indeed, people should should, yeah. uh, should yeah. legitimately be talking about City of Titans. Yeah, no, and I, I completely understand, and I agree with you. I mean, I, I the way the way Ray marks out about Kingdom Hearts. Oh, oh yeah, that's me with City of Heroes. I know it's, is you with City of Heroes, and it's me with Vampire the Masquerade. Yes. Yeah. Like if they were to announce a brand new Vampire the Masquerade game, I would. I would be doing what Ray's doing right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is Werewolf, Werewolf the Apocalypse coming out, and I mean, I am excited about that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm just like, yeah i I need more info on this before I can actually kind of be like, oh my god, this is going to be great. <laughs> but I'm like super excited about it. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, we we all have something that we're like super passionate about. That's yeah, yes, that's really what oh, it yeah. comes down to. 
say the only reason I don't have Kingdom Heart tattoos on my body is because I am too broke <laughs> to buy tattoos. Fair. <laughs> what 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 would you get? Um I mean Keyblade on the chest so they could have the key to their heart. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> um I, I I've thought about the um getting my two favorite uh keyblades, which is the um uh, Oblivion and the um... <sighs> brain. Why? Why did you just? I don't desert... remember a brain blade. Yeah, no. <laughs> um... Was it like basically the light version of the uh, the Oblivion? Yeah. I know. I know which one you're talking about. Uh, Oathkeeper. Oathkeeper. There we go. Um. So the Oathkeeper and Oblivion, that they, they show those like crossed a lot. I also really like the uh, Ultima weapon. Um, it's really gorgeous as well. Mm -hmm. um, especially the one that's in uh, Dream Drop Distance. Um, that Riku and Sora used together at one point in that game. Um, so I, I've thought about I've thought about doing the Oblivion and Oathkeeper ones. Um, those are neck tattoos, right? <laughs> no, those would <laughs> those would probably be like um, inner wrist or something, maybe. Uh, I've thought about doing the the kingdom the actual Kingdom Hearts symbol the that swirly type heart. Yeah. Um, and then I saw someone once that had a full sleeve with just like different characters and scenes and stuff. And I would love that. Um, but that would be a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> so. See, I see. I can't talk shit about getting mm -hmm. like a gaming tattoo. I really can't. It's it's mm -hmm. not something I can do at, at, because everybody's into their own thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, I got my Camarilla Ankh tattoo, so mm -hmm. there's that. Um, well, and go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say. So, I mean, yeah. there's that. So, like, it's not my place to yeah. be like, oh well, that that's not a good tattoo to get because it's all subjective to whoever's getting yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And indeed, my. Biggest complaint is people who just get tattoos willingly. It should be personal. It's going to be yeah. a part of you for a very long time, or you're going through laser to get rid of it. So mm -hmm. yeah, it should be something very personal to you. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I I fully agree. Like I'm I'm a big. It's I I, I would not get a tattoo without it being meaningful. Um, and mm. especially because my mom is also very much like, well, what if you know, what if you don't. What if something happens? What if Kingdom Hearts 3 is terrible and you don't like the game anymore? Well, the thing for me, especially with Kingdom Hearts, is the first games are why I started gaming. Like, I had, play I had played a few video games before that. Mm -hmm. I played, like, Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, you know, stuff like that. But I didn't get sucked into a game until Kingdom Hearts. 
That's Kingdom fun. Hearts like completely sucked me in. And if not for Kingdom Hearts, I probably wouldn't have gotten into any other video games. Um, certainly not to the level that I did. Because it you know, just been something that I could, yeah, I'll do it every now. I wouldn't have, so then I wouldn't have gotten into streaming. Yeah. Um, wouldn't have gotten, you know, without getting into streaming, I wouldn't have gotten into a lot of other. So I probably wouldn't be as into, I, I, I'm sure I'd still be somewhat into art, but I w- probably wouldn't be as into art as I am. Um, I would, I almost guarantee I would not have been as into costuming because I wouldn't have gotten the, one of the main things for me about um, the uh, webcomic Homestuck was that I felt it had a similar story composition to Kingdom Hearts, which is why I kept reading Homestuck. Homestuck is what got me into cosplay, which is what got me into um, a lot of working on cosplay, then got me into doing a learning a lot of different art forms and um you know eventually got me into the felting stuff that i really enjoy doing and which brought about the dragon horde creations business that i've been working with Mm -hmm. yeah so uh, kingdom hearts is even if you know the the next game completely bombs which i don't think it will um i'll have at the very least uh i'll have sentimental attachment to it therefore i that it's not something that i would mind tattooing to my body because it means so much to me it has composed so much of who i am um and i yeah and i completely get that i really do i get Mm -hmm. that and i respect that so yeah. yeah i mean for me um i got the i got the camera eventually i'll you know sometime i'll end up getting the sabbat on my other arm and i mean it just vampire the masquerade was like a huge part of my my teens yeah mm-hmm. i mean it was a huge part of my teens and i to this day i still love it shit i mean i would i and i've said this before i would love to get a a, a tabletop game going of that but it's just hard to get everybody together for it mm-hmm. i mean but <laughs> In all seriousness, though. See, I, I, I would say something, except that I, <laughs> we know how I am with characters. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Three we weeks later. Are, how's your character coming? Uh, I haven't even started it yet. Well, you know, I still don't know one aspect about Ray's character coming up. Yeah. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, should we, should we kind of discuss, like, what we're going to be playing or i mean sure I, this is a great chance for me to actually give a shout out to a great game we found recently stars without number if basically if you're a gm that's trouble coming up with big broad plots and everything stars without number has your number it is a sandboxy kind of game designed to be run more or less in a sandbox mode for dms for gm so uh so you can pretty much say oh the group is going off this way Oh crap, my entire plan is out of whack now. No, you don't have to worry about that. You can just do shit over here now. Because players are always going to go where you don't want them to. Just get used to that. Yep. If you can't get used to that, don't even try to run something. So I actually started reorganizing all my uh, PDFs and stuff so I can kind of keep things together. Uh-huh. Mm. It just it seems like a way better way of doing it. 
I'm actually pulling up my uh, character sheet. Oh, okay. Cool. But yeah, so um, Balm's going to be running this one, and it's going to be... It's going to be interesting. Like, I don't know. It's like a super high amount about what's going on with the game. So, I mean, no, there's it's, that. It's going to be a little bit of a surprise at the beginning. Just as far as basically none of the player characters know each other. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Mm-hmm. It takes place on a, a domed world. And by that, I mean, basically, it's a whole bunch of cities all covered in domes. But with a cyberpunk-esque field, meaning that <laughs> these cities are all run by individual corporations. They don't get along very well most of the time, mm-hmm. so there's that. <clears throat> uh, yeah, start with that number, just for those of you who aren't aware. Uh, it happens in the 3200s, basically the 33rd century. In the 27th century, after centuries of expanding out to the stars, mankind uh, pretty much gets stopped dead by something that pretty much breaks down a lot of space travel for a few hundred years. Mm-hmm. So it's now just crawling back into where people can travel around space freely again, which means there's a lot of chance for player characters to get lost in the cracks, which is the best kind of game system for characters if you're looking for good adventure. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's it's cool. No, you're fine. Yeah. So, for me, I know... And I and I kind of... I've done this already with, with you, Ballin. Where, like, I'll be working on my character and I'll throw things out and I'm just like, these are things just aesthetically for my character, which the DM can play with. Yeah. Which for me is, is like a super fun thing to do. So like, Oh yes, As a DM, it's very much appreciated. <laughs> Cause I mean, my character, their classes, they're, they're a psychic, you know? So I mean, what is it? There's, there's like four classes or something like that. And like, you got psychic and then you have like a, like a half warrior, half psychic. Then you have the straight warrior, and then you have the other thing. Yeah. The non-psychic. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. The expert? Yep. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it's just like, you have those, and then you also have, like... So I, I decided... I'm going over the character sheet, because we finally got a good character sheet. Thank God. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, there are more classes than that, but still, go on. What happened? There are more classes in uh, magical classes, even if you use magic, but th- those three are pretty much the main. Yeah, yeah. 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 The what soldier, expert, and uh, psychic. Yeah. Or the, yeah. So, so, pretty much, you live by your mind, you live by your weapon, you live by your skill. Those yep. are the three things. Yep. And you guys have played games with me before, so you know that, the, you know that I'm pretty flexible on the type of character I can play. Mm hmm. I mean, I could I could be Starin and just stab shit in the fucking face, or I could be Autumn and just have everybody hate me for like whatever reason and such. <laughs> but um, I mean the the character that I'm I'm rolling is a psychic, so it's interesting because I haven't really this is like out of my comfort zone. First off, because like for me, my comfort zone is rogue. Um. Rogue, well, I mean, fighter is like everybody's comfort zone for the most part. Because <laughs> you really don't have to think too much about playing a fighter. Yeah. Yeah, my comfort zone is clerics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, like a a zone where 90% of players can play is a fighter. 
So whether it's like a barbarian fighter or just a fighter, it works. So stars with no numbers, they give you, uh, you have a background and you have a class. So my background is courtesan. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a space whore. A uh, um, mental powered space whore. I mean, kind of have to. Um, but you also have a foci, and my foci is assassin. So that kind of works into that whole mishmash there, and I've, I've been able mm-hmm. to mold something. I'm like, I could do something with this. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't pigeonhole you in somewhere. It gives you the tools to craft the character yeah. you want. Yeah. And I, think- I mean, three character classes may seem like it's too little, but in actuality, they're just full broad stroke kind yeah. of thing. See, and I don't mind that too much. Like, that's yeah. that's the other thing. Like, I don't mind... Like, the problem I've run into with games is either there's too much... There's Well, there's never such thing as too much, like, customization. Right. For some people. <laughs> for, for me, for me, there's no such thing as too much customization. For me, I usually run into it where... I end up choosing a character and then I get pigeonholed into a specific play style mm-hmm. based on the limited set of skills that only they can ac- have access to. And I'm like, but I like that thing over there. And they're just like, you can't get it because you're this class. And I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. You know? So having like one of these where it's like very broad strokes and that's and that was the other thing. Like I looking over the material, yeah, you have a class and that it and that kind of works with your techniques and stuff like that. But other than that, I mean I could essentially create the same type of character minus the psychic stuff as a soldier or as an yeah. expert. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So how expert would actually work really well for that particular thing, but it's not necessary. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the the weapon system was a bit jarring because I'm just like, there's not like a weapons table. Like, what what is this shit? It's just like, and again, oh, everything oh. is broad strokes. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, you just basically like, this is the tech level. So kind of figure something out. And I'm like, OK. So I end up figuring something out. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's an interesting game system. It is a very, very interesting game system. And it's just like even rolling for uh uh rolling for, for stats was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's based loosely on like a die twenty kind of system, mm-hmm. but it diverges far from that. There is a, actually a die twenty compatible system, but this is the uh basically the revised yeah. as opposed to the original. I like to revise better because of the diversions uh, that it takes from Die 20. Mm. I like Die 20, but I want something new. Fair. But it is similar enough to Die 20 that those who all they're used to is like D&D or Pathfinder can find some commonality and figure out what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what is it? For as a, a psychic, you have four different disciplines you can choose from 
precog, mm-hmm. telekinesis, telepathy, and teleportation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, teleportation is going to be a bit too OP. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, you're also missing uh, metasionics, biosionics. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I forget about those. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, well, I, mean I, I thought having a, a space hooker uh, who can read people's minds. Yeah. Like, that's a that's a pretty useful skill to have. Yeah. Find out what the you know interested party is looking for. Or know when you're going to be put in danger or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or know when you can put them in danger of being an assassin. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, the little thing that I threw out was... Because the, the question got posed, why are you going on this adventure? That was the question that was thrown out to everybody that's playing. Like, why are you... Why what is you, your motivation? You know, what's your motivation? Yeah. Why are you doing this? And it's just like... This is the only way for my character to get enough credits to no longer be a courtesan. Which also means that she does have to check in with, with her owner from time to time, or else, you know, he'll think that she just ran. Mm-hmm. And that in itself, like, giving that out there was, was nice for my character, as well as saying, hey, here's some random encounters you can just throw out from time to time, you know? Mm-hmm. It gives the gem something to work with, and it also gives the player something to internalize and go, okay, this informs my actions. Yeah. Which is the reason I asked that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that, that's the biggest thing. And for... I know, Ray... I know, Ray, you have you have trouble with, with some of this stuff, and, and I understand oh, yeah. that. <laughs> and I know... And I'm on the last episode. Me, we were talking about how, um, like me and Ballin are relatively freeform when it comes to running games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we do everything on the fly for yeah. the most part. And part of part of doing things on the fly is creating characters, mm-hmm. which yeah. is which sounds like. Well, that's kind of bullshit, but then you got to realize like a GM has to create a lot of NPCs and quest givers and so on and so, so forth. Everybody in the world who's yeah. not a PC is run by the GM. Yep. Everybody. Mm-hmm. In a city that could be tens of thousands up to millions of people, admittedly, the PCs aren't going to interact with that many people, but you have to be ready for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be ready for the cop, for the shopkeep, for you know the, uh, the street urchin, for whoever. For the Canadian yeah. horses. <laughs> For the idiot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Still them Canadian horses, though. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's good times. Oh, yeah. But no, it's... I... I really think that... I... I, I know you have trouble with it, Ray. And I mm-hmm. try not to kind of... poke too much humor yeah. at it. Because, I mean, that's just fucking rude of me to do. But, yeah. um, but no, seriously, like, if you ever just want to kind of sit down and, and talk character stuff. Like a workshop? Kind of. 
Yeah. I mean, just let me know. Same. (laughs) I just won't be available this, this upcoming weekend because like fucking bullshit, bullshitty fucking too much goddamn wrestling this weekend. There's over 20 streaming events this weekend between Friday and Sunday. A pro tip for people. If you're interested in the wrestling, sign up for a free trial of WWE Network. Yes. You can watch WrestleMania this weekend and then drop it if you want to or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a really good pro tip. That is a very interesting one. Yeah, WWE Network. Uh, you get, if you sign up now, uh, you get, yeah. you, WrestleMania is free for you. You get a free month. Uh, you get NXT, you get the Hall of Fame ceremony. You get the NXT TakeOver, which is what I'm looking forward to. And then you get the seven hour wow. WrestleMania thing. And thousands of hours of stuff to watch if you want in their yep. archives. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, also, Twitch has... Uh, Twitch is doing two uh, live streams. This, uh, this was it? Friday and Saturday, they got two events that they're live streaming from WrestleMania re- weekend as well, so... You and I would love to see Twitch host, actually. What? wrestlers playing WWE 2K18 using themselves, their characters, and wrestling other wrestlers doing the same thing. <laughs> I, I mean... I want to say that they've... They haven't done it on Twitch. That's what I would like to see on Twitch. Like a bracketed thing. Fair. I think that could be funny. Definitely some you know, amusement and entertainment opportunities is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I understand that. I completely do. And I mean, this uh, was it this weekend, like Thursday impact wrestling starts all their co- coverage for uh WrestleCon, which is uh, a convention that just so happens to be the same weekend as WrestleMania. Surprise. <laughs> Remember how I told you, like it's, um, was it, was I telling you, Bolin, about how it's just yeah, like yes, you were? Yeah. Basically, they decide like, um, like oh, this is what's going on. And then every small promotion that can is just mm-hmm. like, hey, we're gonna be there that weekend too. Isn't that a coincidence? And it's like motherfuckers. Yeah. But yeah, there's um, from New Orleans, there's gonna be. So much wrestling coming out of there. It's gonna. I'm gonna be so burnt out on it. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be terrific. This is this is the one time of year I absolutely despise when it comes to wrestling, because it's just like I know what's going to happen. Like WrestleMania's, and they've said it'll be a minimum of seven hours. A a minimum, and I'm like, oh fuck. Like they've announced three matches for the pre-show, which is a two-hour show. And then you have the main card, and they haven't announced all the matches for that yet. And I'm like, oh, fuck my life. Why do you do this? But I mean, it's their big show, so it'll be... We should see some very uh, outlandish costumes and such, so... You're into costuming. JK. but yeah but yeah no seriously like it's i i like i like the fact that it's a free month 
And it's like their big show. And they're like, yeah, it's included. Hmm. So. Eh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, is there anything else you guys want to kind of talk about? Mm, not really, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, guys, thank you very much for tuning in to episode seven of Pod Errors. Two words. <sighs> oh, you know, I had to do it. You know, I had to do it. <laughs> we do appreciate you guys checking us out. Seriously. For Dorky Ray, for Thurballin, it's Todd here. Thank you guys for checking us out. And we will catch you hopefully next week with a with another, probably a more energetic, actually not from me because I'll be like so fucking dead. <laughs> you'll, you'll be dead from. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully we'll have a, a slightly better episode for you because I dragged that shit down. So. <laughs> nah. Yeah, it just got a little dark. Not nah. Yeah, just, just a tad dark. But yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Later. Have a good one.